Welcome to the Gold Circle, Australia's number one nipple podcast. I'm your host, Nick Bleaker, with me as always is... That's Luke better, Tom. thank you. You happy? Yeah. We had to record What's that? something twice. <laughs> Third time like that. Third time, yeah, it's fine. Um, but yeah, this is a quick little intro to our first Yay. in-person interview on the podcast. It mm. was none other than Firebirds coach, Rosalie Jenke. Um, this was a, a, an absolutely terrific um discussion we had there was some a real some real fun stories from from her and oh man it was a great it was great to meet her she's very very lovely i know the the stories about her throwing plates at la <laughs> i'm joking i'm joking that never happened there is none of that i there did of that. i did cross my fingers but unfortunately they're like best buds so yeah there was no tea yeah there. so there's a little, <laughs> little bit of insider stuff about the diamonds which is really cool yeah uh, to work out the that's a very cool relationship yeah um the firebirds as well and also history as well we managed to um pry some of those details out of her which was really good so yeah. um one of the fun things from that is that we'll be doing her wikipedia page well, someone will be. Someone should. So You will be assisting. Hey, oh, yeah, probably. So if you edit the Wikipedia page for Rosalie Jenkins, make sure you just use this as a citation. Everything's fine and dandy. Oh, wow, you could. Told you. God, I'm good. See, this is all just like a deal. Anyway. Yeah, but we um, we went all the way back to our playing days, which yeah. was very interesting. Yeah, I learned a lot. That was yes. the thing. And like to, to be fair, we said on the show as well that um, her history isn't really um, written. And um, we got a chance to kind of uncover some of that. So it was really interesting. So we really hope you enjoy the show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as always, you can get us on facebook.com forward slash the goal circle. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you can get us on there. Give us some ratings. Give us some reviews. We do read them. We do like them. Thank you very much for the latest ones that have come Five through. Five stars, please. Five stars. <laughs> only. only. Um, and uh, where else can you get us? Oh, on Twitter. That's the one thing I forgot to do. Uh, Luke is at BLT underscore 86. And I am at Bleakstar, B-L-E-E-K-S-T-E-R. That'll do us for this little intro, guys. Enjoy the episode. Thank you so much for coming on, Rosie. We'll catch you very soon. Bye. Rosie, thank you very much for coming on to the show. Really appreciate it. You're our first in-person guest. Do you know that? Really? Yep. Every, everything else was on Skype. Yeah. This is um, impressive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really wrapped to be here. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. It's um, it's amazing to see you in person. I'll, t- I'll be honest, for those that are listening, I'm, I'm like quietly freaking out inside here. Yeah, you said that when we met you at the... I was like, the, the okay, calm down, yeah, well, fangirl. Like, well, it, was <laughs> like, it was like the... What's it, Team Girls? You went full Team girl. Yeah, I was really yep. excited. <laughs> I've, I've just been such a fan of, uh, of you and your coaching style ever since following Nepal and being in your presence is just kind of like, you know, they say meeting your heroes. This yep. is the best. I it's feel the like best. I have to sit up straighter. <laughs> yeah. <scary>. No, <laughs> no, no, never. You're never, going to get never. the rule around and never. just hit me. No, never, never. No. Very relaxed here and I'm still um, reminiscing a little bit about the Nepal Queensland gala dinner and and your great outfit. Oh, oh thank you. Pants. Thank yeah. you very pants. much. Oh, my goodness. It's really impressive. My those. girlfriend um, is going to be very pleased because she dressed me that day. Because <laughs> I probably would have gone as I'm dressed currently today. But um, I decided <laughs> to go with the plaid pants and a velvet jacket, which apparently is in. So, I'm glad she dressed you up. Uh, <laughs> everyone is very glad. Everyone's <laughs> glad that I had a haircut and mm. I got dressed up very nicely. So mm. thank you very much. That's really sweet. Now mm. I'm going to wear that every single day. I'm, that's all I'm going to wear. Velvet jacket. Actually, and first pants. home game when you come, you yeah. can wear those pants. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah. a rule now. They've got <laughs> purple in them, haven't they? Oh, I think so. Yeah. I can just get a purple We'll just get a texture, yeah, and colour it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be, it'll, <laughs> it'll it'll be fine. Um, but we're here to talk some netball. So, I mean, the Constellation Cups had two games so far. Mm. I figured 
we get your thoughts because the game happened last night with Australia getting the win. I actually don't have the scores on me, which is a bit terrible on my part. But 48-42. Boom. See All six goals. Good hour. Got our scoreboard here. This is unbelievable. You should just host the show now, actually. <laughs> That's it. Uh, Rosie, you're now the, sh- the uh, host. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much. I don't usually remember scores. Okay, <laughs> I'm pretty bad, but I did remember that one because I thought, oh, it is low scoring. Yeah, it was yeah. really low scoring, but I figured... Good D, good D though. Yeah. Like, you, must D. Been, you must have loved it. It was like your sort of game where it was just... Yeah, well, I think, actually, I, well, Shani said it was a bit like a tennis match. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it really was, wasn't it? So, what are your what are your thoughts? How do yeah. you wrap that for the diamonds? I guess the game overall was really exciting, um, really tactical, um, and highly entertaining. I just loved the chessboard that yeah. both coaches played, and it was the first time I, that I thought that Lisa had really implemented the. Um, the use of the rules to maximum um, effect and it really paid dividends and I thought that uh, the diamonds were strong all over the court and when she sensed that somebody was starting to drop off a little bit, she changed it, uh, which really um, helped the diamonds um, put the ferns off um, with being um, just upsetting their rhythm yeah. and I thought it was really smart um, I thought that Courtney Bruce had a great game in fact I think all that uh, girls or ladies as Lisa likes <laughs> yes. um, uh, played really well yeah. I thought the Diamonds played really well and I thought the the Ferns probably weren't at their super best uh, last night but that was because of the Diamonds and how strong they came out last night Yeah. what did you think of um, Bruce and Clow? I like Bruce and Clow. Yeah, I like them heaps. I, th- I think that was excellent. The yeah. height, um, the speed. I thought they didn't give away as many penalties as I sort of thought they would together. At one stage I thought, where is Amelia Ann? And she was outside <laughs> the circle because Clow had pinned her out there. Yeah. yeah. Which is exceptional. I, I was going to say, I feel like the, the big highlight for me watching last night's game was just the Ferns just really struggled to get anything into the circle. Even and Langman, I think. Yeah. She was sort of going to pass and then Cloud just put a hand up or Bruce put a hand up and just tipped the ball and then off it went. Yeah, they were really impressive, yeah. the defence end. Um, and I thought that they controlled the play really well when they had to keep possession yeah. and maintain ball control, mm. which the Ferns have done remarkably well. And the stats have said that, that they've had more time with the ball in hand than the Diamonds. Yeah. But I think the Diamonds were able to reverse that a little bit last night and, and really um, control the play, control the ball when they needed to with resetting it, playing it around. And yeah, then when the true. fast break came, they were able to really open uh, up. Open up. Yeah, because they can't get bogged down, can they? Because that's where they sort of, when they don't open it up and they get sort of stuck in that zone and it becomes a bit of a mess on the attack end. Yeah, and mm. I, but they opened up non-ball side but uh, swung it. But I just thought that they were um, played really patient and Lisa injected fresh legs, new players, at the right time. Is that sort of where you see the game sort of going, where they're going to use a lot more bench instead of just like a stock standard sort of starting seven with like Geitz back in the day it used to be, you know, it was hard to sort of make that starting team and now it's just going to be a mix or... I do see the game is evolving and I think it's exciting. Yeah. And I probably um, haven't done it as much as I could have. There was a little bit towards the end of this year where... I made some changes with giving some of the young ones an opportunity because 
you know, we weren't going to be in finals and yeah. we needed to give them ex- some exposure and some experience. Yeah. And then the last couple of games, I thought, you know, I changed it around again. However, I think that that's definitely the way the game is going because coaches want to be able to have um, their players playing at their max- maximum effort for longer. Yeah, absolutely. I, su- I suppose also having options as well, being able to trust in the bench, the younger players as well, and obviously blooding them in and giving them experience. Like, I know, I can't remember what game Macy got her first run on this year, but I remember we spoke about it on the show when she first got a run. And I honest and t- full disclosure, I had no idea who she was, but then I was kind of just captured by her how incredibly well she performed. I can't remember what game it was, actually. That was Lightning. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. she is just Macy Gardner. Macy Gardner, there it is. So, and it's just like, I, I was kind of taken aback because I was just like, oh, these are just like new players and Rosie's just like trying new things, which I thought was really exciting, like you said, because it's part of the evolution of the sport now. Do you find that kind of difficult to adapt to as a, as a coach or do you find it that it kind of reinvigorates your interest, I guess, in the, in the sport? Not saying that you have a lack of interest, but I'm curious to see, to hear how you make those sort of personal adjustments and how you feel about the evolution of the sport. I think it's exciting. Yeah. I think from a coaching point of view, I think that um, I love it. Um, yeah. The one thing that I do like is um, being able to change the game and to be really entertaining. Yeah. Um, hence why Gretel is in this team and yeah. I love Gretel for her athleticism but her instinctiveness and um, just doing things that aren't the normal uh, that we've grown up um, seeing uh, um, formerly. So I think that um, it's really great to be able to um, have that, uh, our sport evolving and going in another direction and being more adaptive, having athletes that can be come on um, at any point and be able to make an impact and then... Um, take them off and then disrupt the opposition. Yeah. I think for me, I, I feel like Gretel is probably one of the most, if not the most dynamic player the sport's had in a, in, long, in time. a long time. Because No offence to any of them. No, 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 no. <laughs> but the thing, the thing is you watch her play and we, we say this constantly, I swear to God, we just tell every, every listener to t- take a shot every time, it's, every time we say unorthodox. But she's an unorthodox player in just sort of the grand scheme of what I guess traditional netball would tell her to be as a goal attack. Um, the way she moves and the way she passes the ball off to her strength Rankin as well. And her strength I as well. Watson yeah. bloody hit the deck when she tried to have a go, <laughs> and Gretel yes. just like just went nah, Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> just stands up tall like a wall. Yeah, I mean it's it's sort of changed the way we sort of look at a traditional goal attack as well. I guess that was sort of an evolution in itself with the sort of feeder role, um, less so than the physical aspects and the athleticism. But um, yeah, she's exceptional. Yeah. I, yeah, I think that she's taken from Sherelle, who was extremely um, athletic and, you know, a power athlete herself for mm. her height. Um, I think that the, the evolution of that is obviously uh, um, Gretel and just being that taller athlete. So I think that mm. I think it's exciting that um, young girls are learning. Yeah. Um, and looking at that and thinking, oh, wow, we, we can try this out Yeah, yeah, know, absolutely. In, in our games at local netball every Saturday. And I think um, if the game keeps progressing, the athletes get bigger and stronger, well, not bigger and stronger, but just get um, more creative. Yeah. I think that that's 
Great. And you can learn so much from other sports. And um, we're fortunate that Gretel did come through basketball, basketball. and has brought those skills. And uh, I think that, you know, when young players are, or young ladies are, you know, out um, developing their skills, if they're playing a range of sports, then they can um, use those um, to be more creative, more adaptable, hopefully, and they, you know, if they get selected into um, one of the netball teams through the p- pathway. Mm. Yeah, fair enough. So I figured, probably not the, the greatest thing, but we, I want to talk about the actual... <laughs> we'll get it over and done with yeah. quickly. The, the, well, I guess, Rip the van <laughs> Yeah. The, obviously the, pa- the, yeah. <laughs> the the past season obviously was um you know there's injuries to be had and and just sort of i guess teams on the rise and just just a multitude of different things i guess what your what what is your perspective and what's your takeaway from this year for the firebirds <laughs> the firebirds yeah. um look it was you know we had um the start of the season was really promising. Yep. You know, you always you know start off with high hopes and ambitions and um, lots of promise. And we, um, um, you know, that was fantastic. You know, we were. It was unfortunate that we got, you know, um, some of those injuries. Yeah. However, we at no stage did we use it as an excuse um, we still we kept on wanting to perform really well um, staying really tight staying really connected um, as a team um, putting out a good performance for our fans but also for ourselves and it was about you know wanting to compete really hard um, wanting to improve um, did we do that towards the back end of the season uh, yes yeah. and I think that you know, we probably had a couple of games where we, you know, probably you know lost by, you know, ten or so, which you know is not not great. Um, however, to be able to then finish off the season with you know one goal loss and a win and a couple of games that was under five and two, and bar for the Thunderbirds, I think that we at least can look at ourselves and say that we improved yep. and that's um, big because I think that that's a really important point for us moving into 2020 that whatever we do in training and then in our games it's about improving yep. you know we know that we are um, um, putting together um, a, not a new team but we are we're at effectively at the bottom of the ladder. Yeah. So then, how do you, how do you then look and at just next year and your season moving forward? You know, it's a big ask to put on top of you know players an expectation of we're going to go out and win next season. Yeah. 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 You know, so you need to have short term goals. You need to be able to um, acknowledge small wins um, and achievements within the group and and show them that they are improving every week and that will build the confidence and the belief within the team did you find that that getting those small wins sort of helped with the morale of the team because i can't imagine like you going on losing streaks with especially with such competitive players in the ssn just in general and also your history i guess as well yeah as well obviously you've got such a storied history here at the firebirds i think i've 
what is kind of your approach to make sure that none of the none of the ladies sort of fall off or I guess sort of implode in on themselves with kind of self doubt or that sort of stuff, especially when it comes to you know losing streaks or you just just can't quite get the hump of getting you know the W draws. Yeah, draws, draws. are brutal. Yeah. I wish they get rid of it. It's so <laughs> How many did we time. have? Oh, I don't three. Yeah, you have three. Three could have been. Three wins, you yeah. know, yeah. how frustrating. And how, yeah. and how you much know, does that would that have put a different light on the whole season if yeah. that had happened. Yeah. So, do we have extra time? Uh, look, in answer to your question, it's about remaining positive of all time. Yeah. Um, and always looking forward, not dwelling on what's happened. Yeah. Um, so, you know, at the beginning of the week, you have to go back and look at. Um, your game and look at the areas that you did well, look at the areas of improvement, then you have to move on to the next game. And that's when the excitement comes about that, yes, we can get this win, yeah. we can. Yeah. So um, it's always about that belief and the positiveness and the enthusiasm that um, you've got to bring and have. Yep. Um, and you've just got to keep putting that there each week. And you, every time there is a little bit of a win then you need to acknowledge that. So say if we, um, you know, we were competitive for a half, we beat the Vixens for a half, hey, you know, acknowledge that, acknowledge that, and um, then look at the second half, well, why did we drop off? How can we do better? So you've got to break it up so that you're not just always looking at the whole game or the big picture, but you're looking at... The small wins and acknowledging those, yeah, and to I keep guess yourself on track. And I guess you'd be obviously learning from those the little wins, like especially like winning a quarter, for example, or getting the half, or but also looking at it from the perspective of we lost this quarter by two points, and it was because of these two turnovers. And so this is something that we can do moving forward, cleaning up the t- turnovers and all that sort of stuff. So I can kind of see where you're coming from when it, that sort of thing. I just figured I just could not. I don't know how like you guys kind of just continued to march forward, just with how like defeating some of the those draws were like well, I just I remember the watching injuries, them I think the injuries as well like as much as you said like you can't really use that as an excuse yeah it definitely affected your season like from a larger perspective I guess we just didn't allow us to have our best team out there yeah. at yeah. any given time um Rimelda going down with a tibia stress fracture I mean we couldn't have planned for that. Ramel, no. I mean, Mahalia, yeah. ACL, we didn't oh. plan for that. Kim Jenner, her finger, we didn't plan for that. And then we had some sickness. You know, well, they all had their flu injections. We didn't count on that. Um, so there's it, – it, it was difficult. It was difficult. Mm. And um, there's no doubt about that. And, and – but – You've got to remain positive and you've got to remain upbeat. You've got to put your, you know, support around them and assure them that there is light at the end of the a tunnel so that they, you know, can keep going forward in the direction of, you know, looking at um, being able to improve. So yeah. that assurance is, and positiveness is always there because they can get, um, um, you know, disheartened a little bit. Um, however, you've got to keep telling them you know you can do this you can work you know can be better keep putting yourself out there take keep taking risks that will pay off yeah Yeah. you will be rewarded but if you don't you know put yourself out there and you stay safe or you won't get that improvement so um that's 
one thing that I am really strong as as a coach is that you know to grow you've got to take and be prepared to put yourself out there on a limb or else if if you don't then you won't get in get that improvement so um and that's always been my mindset it was my mindset as a player and it's my mindset as a coach and that's why I always you know challenge Gretel to explore um and every other player in my team to explore and to try different things so that they um can stretch themselves and through that um you know reach um reach more of their potential potential yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. i don't like potential as a word okay sorry uh, yeah. Their ability, ability, yeah, their skill level, <laughs> yeah, something yeah, yeah. Like that. I can, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can look up the thesaurus. Yeah. yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. <laughs> a couple of synonyms. Um, <laughs> obviously, you've had some changes uh, for next season on the roster. Some sort of young blood, you could say. Um, how sort of excited are you for the, for next season uh, moving forward with this roster? I'm really excited. I mean, um, it's always sad and um, to have players retire yeah. and Katie and and Clem. Um, who are great players for the Firebirds. But to welcome some new faces in um, and uh, faces that have been in, at A&L level um, and have been really good players, felt success, um, for them to get an opportunity, I think that that's really exciting. So really excited to have Ina Marie and uh, Rudy and Lara and Macy um, yeah. in next year. I think that... Um, you know, for Rudy, she's you know six foot two or something up there around Gretel's height. We need Yay. that extra height. I'm so excited. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and I think she comes with presence. And oh, I think absolutely. That, um, and I think that you know people do tell me she's a bit she's a toughie. So you know that's what hopefully we need. Mini guytsy. Yeah, hopefully. Let's fingers crossed. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No, it's hard to replace guytsy. Oh, guytsy, yeah, you know. So yeah, let's yeah. you know, Rudy. That's what I said. Rudy, mini, Rudy, mini we're, we've guys. got you, and you're gonna you know do great things along yeah. with uh, Tara and Kimmy and um, yeah, Inna Marie, who has been down at the Vixens and been um, coached by Sherelle and yeah. Eloise. So she will have learnt some great things under Absolutely. their guidance and in the uh, Vixens' performance um, on training environment. So they've all been there. So um, was that that's very of- good. Was that sort of like a phone call to Simone? Like, hey, what you got? <laughs> <laughs> what yeah, can I have? <laughs> I've, I've got a few good contacts in Victoria. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, but I mean, um, you guys re- uh, signed Lara Dunkley as well as an injury replacement for Malia as well. What's what's kind of your scouting report on on that? Do you do you on offer? Lara? Yeah. Just or just the players in general, I guess that you kind of want in that system, or whatever you can reveal, of course, because scouting is important. You've got to keep it confidential as well. I understand, but if they are like, what are you, what are you kind of like looking out for? Because obviously, Lara's such a oh, just the best players in the yeah. world. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> quite simple. But you know, I've hunted yeah. high and low. Really, yeah. I went over to Liverpool and I had a good look at um, many everyone, everyone, yeah. because I, you know, I spent a good five days there and I wasn't. And I was definitely very busy talking to different people um, who could provide me with a wealth of information around um, the best players in the world and in the English League or in the South African League. Um, and Norma's 
plumbers plumbers always forthcoming with uh, wanting the South African players to um, be involved in um, the SN competition. So yeah, trade my um, players, please. Yeah, so so have a chat with her at um, Jury Inn along with Nicole Cusack, and then um, you know, look, I met up with a lot of people over in Liverpool yep. who just happened to be at the same hotel. So um, just gathering that information and then the data was really, really important to bring back here. Um, There, um, as I said um, at the gala, I think that in time a few more of those players will filter out. However, um, they're in the English League at the moment. So it will be really interesting to see how they... Um, go next season, um, and those players I, I did did name. So, um, but I mean that keeps the English league really entertaining and strong over there too. And um, it's also good for our competition in that we, I get, and have chosen uh, Australian players. Yeah. So it's a real balancing act as to whether we you know pick internationals and we flood our teams with internationals but I still believe that we've got the talent here to be able to play at um, SN level now you know people want instant wins Um, and I understand that Um, but it's a real balancing act as to whether you you know go of all the internationals or, you know, you give your opportunity to the young ones. And I think um, the Balancing Act also comes with maturity of player um, and then being able to pick the right international that's going to be the right fit for your team, I think. Um, And at this particular time, um, Australian players were the best fit for the Firebirds. I think a lot of people are happy about that too. I know we've seen over the last yeah, couple of Lisa, weeks. Lisa said the other day that um, I think she was unhappy about one of the Swift signings. Cullen. Yeah. yeah. Taylor Cullen. Yeah. yeah so and you, you're keeping her happy. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> Always got to keep Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I guess like, yeah, I feel like the like I was saying, like the community generally with some of the signings that have been announced, the, there's kind of a sense of just like where's the opportunity for some of the A&L players and the young people that are sort of coming up in the Australian leagues. So it's really cool, like you said, that they're actually giving the opportunity and finding the players that are at the absolute best at the A&L level. Because um, I, I know uh, Inamari's, she was uh, she was pl- playing for the Proteas as well? Yes. Yeah, she oh, was. Well, she was injured for the World well, Cup, Yeah, she was, yeah. yeah. Um, but still, you're still affording that opportunity, which I think a lot of people kind of She's a appreciate. great player. That's a good pickup. Like, to have that rotation potentially and obviously we talked about you know moving forward with coaching you're going to have to maybe rely on the bench more that's going to be an excellent change up yeah, yeah. I think it will be mm. um, I'm definitely hoping that that's the case but I also love the fact that she can play goal attack mm. um, and a tall goal attack like and Gretel plumber, plumber wants her to too yes, <laughs> yes the plum does and um, but she shoots long too yeah yeah so Happy that's a, a really good thing too to have that uh, versatility of being you know both at the post and then a long shot so yeah. we can you know mix it up do you push Gretz to do those long ones because she can shoot them sometimes I look at her and I go girl don't pass back just take it well, she can shoot them yeah. I see her shoot them all the time yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's yeah she's amazing but you know players are always going to play to their strength yeah, and if true. they play and can get it closer to the um, post 
and then take a little step in to balance and put it in well by all means that by all means yeah. percentage plays yeah mm. makes yeah. sense I mean I do it at indoor so oh god sorry I just need to throw, <laughs> that. I just need to throw that in there I just need to throw it in there um, so I guess um, you know looking back on your career because obviously at the gala night it was 10 years um, and you know looking back on your career I think you know obviously all the championship wins um, first thing we saw when we came in here was all the trophies um, what's sort of like a massive highlight for you that you can look back on that you just go I'll take that for the rest of my life. Getting deep here. That was mm. a bit of an Oprah question. <laughs> <laughs> you get a car. Oh, look, you get I, a car. I, I, I think there's been lots of moments and, uh, you know, your first, I think the first um, championship where we went through undefeated. Oh, and 13 wins, boom. Yeah, and we had an extraordinary season and we, you know, at the beginning of the season we'd sat in the board, Netball Queensland boardroom and, and Amy Steele said, well why don't we win every game? And everybody else has gone, Nat Medhurst, Nat Medhurst, and everybody's looked at each other. Yeah, well, why not? So, <laughs> hey, simple. So, you know, it wasn't quite that simple, but, um, you know, I, we got some really – oh, I recruited that year some really important players. So That the, roster was legit. When you look forward yeah, you look, how many yeah. players like went on to have excellent careers off that roster, it's amazing. Yes, yeah. and, you know, Nats are another, still playing and yeah. Chelsea Pittman's still playing. Yep. You know, they've had incredible careers themselves. Um, and then you still got Romelda. Um, playing and still going. Um, yeah, she'll be here forever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and but I mean, you know, Jackie Russell. Yeah, uh, she was there. Amelia Ann Wells, I think, was in that team yeah. too. Yeah, I remember you know, that. So yeah. they were very young, um, yeah. but to see them having success um, up at the Lightning for Jackie, and then uh, Amelia Ann with uh, the Silver Ferns, and to see her, I mean, she's always had a beautiful. I'm really wrapped for them. And yeah. Yeah, even Shez, um, to see her... Oh, how good was that? To see her get her opportunity. Um, I just wasn't able to fit them all in at that particular time. And I yeah. think that, to their credit, they uh, persevered. And that's what I, I'm a big one on these days to the young ones. You know, your pathway may not be, you know, straight. It might be, you know, around a few curves, um, but you've got to persist and persevere. And if you're willing to do that, then you can end up having a fantastic story like Laura Sherian, who's just incredibly, worked incredibly hard at her craft to get where she is. So, you know, my hat's off to Oh, my God. She looks amazing, quite yeah. honestly. I want whatever trainer and food she's on. <laughs> yeah, like she looks amazing. You want everyone's She'll diet. She'll probably tell I you. Do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, I should. I should. Hey, yeah, 50 <laughs> bucks. PT me. <laughs> yeah, for one session only and that's it. <laughs> but I guess, yeah, your your history is, I mean, I'm not, we, it's really hard to find your history online. Oh, that's Good. true. Yeah. You need a Wikipedia, yeah. you need to talk to someone about your Wikipedia page. I actually went through a phase where I was editing people all the netball pages on um, Wikipedia but I got a little bit like yeah uh, I got a little bit um, <laughs> uh, sidetracked because I just got really obsessed with adding all these little details and stuff like that Have so you, I should do your your page next I think do maybe. it I guess the ni- was, it, was it the 1991 World Cup final 53-52 yes yeah that was probably was that sort of like a major highlight for you major 
um, playing. Yeah, that's what highlight. I mean. Sorry. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Michelle. Dan it's a long Becker. time ago. It was a long time ago, and that's really telling everybody <laughs> my age. So sorry. But, you know, <laughs> if I have to. Um, <laughs> No, you, you know, were you I were eighteen, at, weren't you? Not, yeah, 18, yeah, eighteen. Eighteen. <laughs> Any and, mention of an age and, can be about you know, that's fine. I was yeah. fourteen in nineteen eighty-seven when I played <laughs> in my first world championship <laughs> in Scotland, Glasgow, where we the diamond we weren't called the diamonds back then. We were just yeah. called the good old Australian <laughs> team, and um, we um, and back in Glasgow there was you never um, played finals. It was only around Robin, so and that oh. was my first. Um, is that the world champ? So I was tw- I was actually twenty one, twenty twenty one in that one, and it was a really quite a young team, and Sergeant was captain, and we we didn't play well. It was an injury riddled team, and we didn't perform really well. So then to get an opportunity to be selected and play under Joyce Brown in the ninety one team and um, um, play in Sydney, in front of our home crowd, um, in front of 10,000 people, which was um, a sellout crowd for us at that particular time, in front of of, um, the then Prime Minister, Bob Hawke, um, to have him sitting front row. And look, it was really, really deafening, but um, that was for the team um, and for Netball in Australia, probably a pivotal moment in the fact that we actually got, um, you know, the next day, front page recognition. It was also on the ABC at that particular time, and um, I think Annie and Steve Rebilliard were commentating. And I think that they actually um, didn't go to the ABC News because of that that game. So that was really um, a milestone in netball's history. Um, and um, I think that you know the game's just gone from strength to strength. Um, from that time, but um, you know, played with some great uh, players. Played with, oh, I had great coaches. Was really fortunate. Um, and you know, you can go back and look at that footage um, on, on if you Google it on YouTube. And and some of the players pretty impressive. Um, you know, the passing skills and the speed of the ball. I mean, obviously, yeah. the defences. Um, had to be super, super clean because you couldn't breathe on them. Uh, so you had to be very super skilled in um, <laughs> um, controlling your body uh, to stay in play. Uh, so, um, you know, the likes of Sue Kenny, um, Carissa Dalwood and Katrina Wagg and Vicky Wilson and Michelle Dendecker. She was bilky, I think, back then. Um, and Simone McInnes. Um, there was a... Oh, it was... Keely Devery and that team, Shelley O'Donnell, uh, Sharon Finnan came, got called in at the last minute because Sue Kenny injured her foot um, with a stress fracture. So Shelley actually started in that final. Um, and um, then I came on uh, at half time and um, yeah, was a, a nail biter. And um, we were down by a bit. And I thought, yeah, we're not going to lose again. <laughs> I had this feeling, oh, no. Um, and then I just felt also the momentum change. Um, and, yeah, look, it was a cracker of a game. Yeah. Mm. Wow. That's yeah, I, w- I actually watched that some of that game before we co- sort of came here. So, absolutely, YouTube it. Yeah, it's I was going to say, game. yeah, Luke has a tendency to go and deep dive there's, on YouTube. There's this it? person that keeps uploading, like, VHS, like, finals. They're very 
very serious about netball. <laughs> they go. Well, I think they go. They're keeping our history. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. They go all the way. I think there's the 1967 one that I think Joyce Brown played in that they've got up there. So it's like he goes back really far. Does I haven't seen it. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> now fun. we can watch it and then use it to inform the Wikipedia page. <laughs> yes. And hey, there you go. Yeah. Look, yeah. see, I'm just full of. Yeah. I'm just full of idiotic <laughs> ideas. Um, I guess um, <laughs> diamonds. So. Um, Obviously, we talked about um, Constellation Cup, but um, obviously your involvement over the past, what, since 2015, um, that's when you started, wasn't it? Yeah, 2016. I'm not was sure. It? Oh, it was around, after the around. World Cup, wasn't it? They it was after of, the World Cup, yeah, yes. Yeah, because Michelle went to yes. Thunderbirds, didn't she? Jeez. Wait, I think she did. Yes, she yeah. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she, was the, yeah. she was yeah. the defensive right. assistant yep. coach then. Yep. Yes, and yeah. then she took over. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Um, so how did you find that? That's such a random question, but how did you find it? Um, I worked alongside Marg Kelder, um, which was great because yeah. <laughs> Marg had been one of my coaches, so um, it was good stepping back into the arena with her. Um, and uh, Lisa, I mean, we'd played together for the Victoria, um, and then she'd coached me in uh, one of my final years at uh, in Melbourne at Kestrels. Oh, wow. She begged me to come and play for Kestrels, <laughs> and really I should have just stayed with Phoenix and played with Phoenix <laughs> and got myself a medal, I say, but anyhow, that's another story. <laughs> um, but, oh, look, I always love wearing the green and gold uh, and being a part of the Australian system, you know, feel very um, grateful uh, that I got to, you know, work and coach the current players in the system um, and hopefully, you know, and I think that um, it's always great to be a part of a great high-performance program and one that's best in the world, which is the Diamonds. And it's an opportunity where you can learn um, from different people that you come into contact with, um, from Lisa, from all the professionals uh, within the um, high-performance program at Netball Australia. Um, And then uh, to be able to watch and see them perform, it's great to be there on the... the, um, the, you know, right on the court, court side. So it's always special. Yeah. Um, it's, um, you know, it was really disappointing not winning um, the Com Games through uh, you know, that one goal. Um, however, um, you know, when you look back, I'm pretty, I'm pretty, I can be pretty pragmatic and just say, look, the Roses got it right and mm. we didn't get it right. And um, it, you have to do it. I'm a firm believer that to win and be successful, you have to do everything right on, you know, throughout the season or on that particular day to um, you know, have it go in your favour. And and we probably didn't do everything right on that day. You know, it was hard. It was in our um, own country and um, the Roses, you know, played really well. Um, yeah, they were we, phenomenal. They were very, yeah, they very were. Good. So you can't take anything away from them. And yeah, we're really disappointed. And um, we have you know, lost a, a couple of majors, which you know I think that you got to look at what we can take away and what we can learn. And um, you can't win them all the time. So you, and to the credit of the ferns and the roses and the South Africans and the Jamaicans. 
um, they're all coming after us. And that's just good for netball uh, and the competition as a whole. So um, as much as you you, you always want to be on top, um, there's times when that's just not going to happen. So, um, you know, second in the world or second, you know, getting a silver shouldn't be... (laughs) Shouldn't be a bad thing. Shouldn't be a bad thing. We should be really proud of that also. Exactly. Um, And wear it with pride because we've worked darn hard for it. Um, And then you'll get your opportunity again next time. And, you know, we didn't win... Um, worlds, uh, which is disappointing again. You know, we got silver, we got really darn close again. Um, but what were the learnings from that? You know, you know, when you see a performance that the Diamonds put out last night, you go, hell, that's what it's all worth. Yeah, exactly. We're getting there. We're getting yeah. there. And I, I mean, I was really just impressed with the whole Diamonds outfit last night. You know, I said before, you know, when you do everything right, you will get the result. And I felt... Um, that um, Lisa took a bit of a few risks, and she was well and truly rewarded. And I congratulate them for doing that. I, you know, I just loved how they played last night. I just loved the chessboard game that they played. And if that's the way of the future, well, it's exciting. Yeah, especially on the international level as well, because I feel like that the journey, like going from like obviously coming second at Worlds. Um, and then the journey to try and retrieve that in the next four years can be really exciting because it affords the opportunities to other players, players that are retiring that are like gives like so like Sherry and I should probably bit actually no I shouldn't say that she's too old because we still have players that are like thirty five and they're just still insane. But nah. yeah, not nah. Langman. On that. Yeah, seriously. Langman? Yep, Langman. There's like yeah, like Langman. I don't even know how old she is, but she literally just looks. 40,000 times fitter than she I looks am. 24. So. She's like. amazing. <laughs> I, you know, I look at her and I think, oh, she is just phenomenal. And yeah. Yeah. The that, legs, <laughs> the amount of miles she's done in those legs. Yeah. Yeah. Just <laughs> like, oh. But I feel it's like, awesome. yeah, just the journey would be so, it'd be just so satisfying getting, like, getting back to gold. Because that's such an interesting and wonderful kind of narrative for the Diamonds moving forward. And especially now that the Ferns just have done such a huge 180 considering how they place it the, at com games yeah, and true. then they basically just look like they're stomping everyone mm-hmm. um yeah i just find i yeah I, yeah i can't imagine what the feeling would be like walking through the tunnel like at like the com games and at like an on an international scale like what's that feeling for you like walking down that tunnel and hearing the roar of the crowd people, yeah 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 whether it's playing or coaching uh, when you're a player, it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, when it, when you're coaching, I think it's a little bit. It's just different. Yeah. Um, at the Com Games, what was really fascinating was that the game before us was New Zealand and Jamaica, and that crowd was amazing. So we were out standing in the training hall, and that's all we could hear. Yeah. And then they had a TV out to the right, and so. Yeah, some of us. <laughs> but then the interesting thing was, where are the roses? The roses were locked in their change room. Mm. So, for me, that's a learning there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's an opportunity to learn. They were focused. They were ready to go, mm. and they would have. And I, well, watching it, you can see they came out, and they there was a belief there. Mm. I think that was the biggest takeaway for me. Mm. They actually believed that they could do it. Yeah. So, I mean. As an athlete, absolutely phenomenal. 
uh, and to experience that with your teammates and, yeah. uh, and the night of after is always fantastic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and for the coaches too. But yeah, yeah it's just, um, they're both great. I think for a player, you've got that, that tingling perform, you know, on edge performance, adrenaline. And then for the coach, it's that satisfaction of the, the team success. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's like that hard work that you're putting into the team pays off. Mm. Uh, we all, I mean, we all losses. And well. look, really, sometimes as a coach, it's just a, Oh, sense yeah. of relief. <laughs> Thank God we got it. Yeah. yeah. Thank God we got it because, you know, all the expectation of Australia on your shoulders. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, no, um, it's great. Yeah. Two more things. Actually, there's probably just one more thing. Who do you think is going to win the Constellation Cup? We have two games left. Mm, so there's two, two more games over here now, right? Perth Sydney, and yes. Sydney next. Sydney, yep. yep. And then Perth. Perth, yeah. I think the Diamonds will win. Mm. Yeah. Did I predict that? I think I did. Yeah, you did. Yes. Yeah, I said Silver Ferns, naughty me. <coughs> oh, hey, look, anything can happen. But Yeah, look, I think anything can happen. I think that um, it'll be really interesting to see how uh, the Ferns regroup um, and in particular their attack end. Um, oh, I think Meals looked a little bit tired. Uh, Amelia ran. Yep. Meals. <laughs> meals. I always call her meals. Looked a little bit tired last night. Um, and, you know, we were able to run fresh legs on her. So yeah. that's that's tough. So I'll be really intrigued as to the mind games that Nolene and Lisa uh, play. Exciting. That's really yeah. exciting. <laughs> when the next game is, which is Sunday. Yes. Mm. Oh, my mm. goodness. Yeah, Everyone um, watch on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, we should probably have the times on it. Actually, we can Actually I think it's lunchtime, isn't it? <gasps> yes! I That's love lunchtime games. Seriously. And the score? What will it be? Oh. 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 I think it's going to be low because I, th- I think it'll be low because the, the, de- the defense is amazing and I feel like the umpires are letting a bit go. Like sort of the they physicality. Are it, they yeah. are letting it go. I reckon yeah. there's a lot going on in that circle. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be in there, trust me. No. Monday night wrestling. is bad wrestling. enough for me. <laughs> yeah, wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, if I'm going to give a score, I'm going to go 52-48 to the Diamonds. Okay, that's good. I'm going to say 43-45 uh, to New Zealand. Whoa. Yeah. What do you think, Rosie? 53-52... Diamonds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Old school, 1991. Well, what was the score at Worlds this year? Wasn't it something similar? I think it was. I think yeah. it was, f- yeah. It was something 51 similar. Or 52. It's always 51, around that 52. score. It's yeah. always around that score. Yeah. It's never really like a blowout these days. It's no. just like mind-numbingly close. And that would, be, that would be hectic in itself, knowing that like you walk on the court, this is just going to be a bare-knuckle fight to the end, basically. And <laughs> like, it's so good to watch. Oh, yeah, my God. it is good. I could watch it. But yeah. anyway, thank you so much for coming thank on to the show. Thank you, Luke. It's been a Absolute pleasure. Amazing. Oh, Had a ball. You. Yeah, we'll get you on again at some stage. Hopefully, right? Maybe? End of yeah, season okay, wrap. <laughs> yeah, like yeah end of season yeah. wrap. But yeah. yeah, obviously, if we don't see it, good luck next year with, Thank the, you. with the five. Yeah, you've got a really fantastic. exciting squad. Yeah. Yeah. Can't I'm wait excited. for the death squad. I'm oh, so excited. Rudy, um, Hinchcliffe, Jenna, and Simpson at center. <laughs> so excited. Can't wait. Death, <laughs> don't listen death to him. Lineup. Just don't listen to his They're going to crush them. I'll be... Hearing him in my back. <laughs> 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 Screaming. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks Thank so you. much, Rosie. Thank Cheers. Thank you so much.